Yo, welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, your favorite starseed goddess, Elise 5000. So, yeah... I'm a recording artist, music creative, and this podcast was created to help me raise my own vibration and expand my own awareness. And so I use this platform to sort of reinforce what I've learned and I'm sharing it with you. So without further ado, do today we're going to be talking about spiritual parents. Yes. So there's this book called Deity Linkage Manual written by S. Ali Myers and it's called Deity Linkage and it's free on Kindle Unlimited and what it is is that it's a book that helps you to find your spiritual parents using numerology. So what are spiritual parents? I'm glad you asked. So about two years ago I came across this video by S. Ali Myers And it's called Spiritual Parents and the Deities that Created Your Soul. Now, according to SLE, your soul was created by either a god, a goddess, or a demon or an angel. Like, you know. And so he talks about, you know, if if you're actually watching this video, if you actually care who created your soul, probably a deity created your soul. Like a god or a goddess. Um, But yeah, we... Our soul, we're incarnated beings um, having an experience on earth. And so everything is about frequency and vibration. So a lot of our souls are, were created by gods and goddesses. And a lot of us, you know, have demonic souls. That's just the truth. So there's this guy named Dr. Mitchell Gibson. And he has a website, tybro.com. And he's the guy that kind of came up with the concept of spiritual parents and deities who created your soul and how to connect with them. And he says that each one of us has a deity, a demon, or an angel that is part of our higher self. And our job is to reach the potential within us. Well, well, if your if your deity is a god, actually, or a deity. I mean, if your soul parent is a deity, which is, would be a god, then part of your life's mission is to elevate yourself to the highest aspiration of what that deity represents, right? So... S. Ali says that people who had a negative being that created their soul, probably they're probably not even going to want to be interested in this material or even reaching their highest aspiration. So there's that. And so in S. Ali's videos, Spiritual Parents and the Deities That Created Your Soul, he says that the best thing that he ever did was to set up his altar and connect with the deities that he feels created his soul or that is part of his higher self, which is the deities that you most resonate with. And you can find, if you don't know what your deity is, that is where the deity linkage manual comes in, where they use numerology to tie you to what what deity goes with your numbers, I guess. I did it and um, I mean, I already know my spiritual parents, but I did it anyway just to see and, you know, um, mine were on there except for Neith. My spiritual parents are, I shouldn't even be telling y'all my spiritual parents because one of my spiritual parents is Thoth though. Okay, okay, Neith and Thoth, okay? And then... Apollo. So there you have it. So yeah, SLE talks about in his YouTube video how there's no real physical, tangible proof, right? So there's just only personal proof and you have your own personal experiences. And so if you don't, if you haven't yourself had your own personal experience or know someone that has had a serious experience, then 
this is going to sound far-fetched and it's going to sound weird. And it's probably not for you. But if this actually resonates with you or, you know, with your soul, then probably this is for you. Now, I personally have had my own personal experiences with deities, okay? And I have had people that I told about this that, that you know, maybe they're, they're, you know, maybe their soul wasn't created by a deity. I don't know. But they told me I was a devil worshiper. And I know for a fact that I'm not a devil worshiper. So that's why this is kind of an interesting topic and it's not for everyone. But I do believe, you know, a lot of us are reincarnated deities. You know, Thoth became Hermes. You know, Tahuti, Thoth, Hermes kept reincarnating as different people throughout time, throughout antiquity. So getting to know your spiritual parents is easy. You just set up your altar. And actually, S. Ali said that when he put his spiritual parents on the altar, his life started to change. He, has, he said he has three spiritual parents. Actually, I have four because Kali Kali's also one of my spiritual parents. I just, I don't know why. It's, it's Kali. It's... um from the Indian pantheon, Kali, Kali goddess. I do love Lord Ganesh, Saraswati, and Lakshmi, but I I really feel really heavily in my energy field that Kali is one of my parents. So my parents, I have not yet set up an altar though, but S. Ali said that when he put his spiritual parents on the altar, yes, his life started changing. He began experiencing synchronicities. People started coming to his life. He said his consciousness started to expand. And that is what happened when he started connecting more to his higher self. That's all it is. Your spiritual parents are the deities that most connect to your life's mission, to your higher self, to your wants, your desires, who you are as a person. Now, for me, Apollo resonates really heavy. I've had experiences with Apollo and Thoth as well and the net. I am net, you know what I mean? And um, Neith is basically the net netters. She's the mother and father of all things. She has uh, some inscriptions on the walls and her temple at Sais in Egypt saying that I have come from myself. And I, I, you know, I really resonate with that because yes, she's the goddess of the matrix. They call her Nit, N-T-N-R-T, K-N-I-T, because she's the knitter. So she has a symbol of a loom and she's the person who knit the fabric of space-time, right? And there's also a spider. She's represented by a spider because spiders create webs. The web of consciousness is the net, the matrix. Goddess of the matrix, net, nat, anat, neath, netters, amunet, tanit. This is all the same person. This is my mother, and she is source energy. She created the nun. So her symbol is the womb, the ankh, life, weaver of the fabric of space-time, dark matter, ether, fifth element, the fabric of space-time, the web of consciousness, the matrix of creation, the primordial supreme being with female aspect imparts protection and blessings in the form of spiritual power, created the seed of the gods and goddesses, men and women, divine cow who gave birth to Ra. So she gave birth to the sun. The sun is in her womb. She's the father of all fathers and the mother of all mothers, Net. And then she says this. She says, I am not mortal. <laughs> she, she got that on her wall. I am not mortal, honey. She's the forces of nature. 
She is self-begotten to make exist the oldest one, matrix, creator of all, sword, source, opener of the way, the shield, consciousness, keeper of cosmic order, to be, Ankh, mother of the gods, the first and most powerful force in the universe, reality, womb, keeper of cosmic order. She says, I am all that has been, that is, and that will be. No mortal has been able to lift the veil that covers me. That is so me, like, right there. Like, that's what I would say. And she already said it 7,000 years ago on her wall in Sais, Egypt, where my ancestors are from, period. And then Thoth is also my spiritual father. And he says, List ye, O man, to the words I shall give ye. Because this is what this whole podcast is about. This is some Thoth energy right here. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. I feel like my energy, I feel like I'm raising the frequency of the planet by raising my own frequency. Like, I had this thirst for knowledge ever since this imaginary snake came forth. It's a long, very long story. I'm not sure if I'm even ready to tell that. But the kundalini rose, okay? My kundalini rose. I had a kundalini thing happening. And where the snake, it's like a metaphor, but it's real. But anyway, so that's when I started talking to Apollo and Thoth at the same time. Apollo told me to seek Christ. Apollo told me about Jesus being the truth, the words of Jesus. He told me to seek Christ by research and exploration. This is Apollo energy. You know, Apollo's like the god of music and justice and just everything. Like, I love Apollo. And I like the Apollo theater too, may I add. But so says, list ye, O man, to the words I shall give ye, and them shall ye find the essence of life. Before I return to the house of Amenti, before I return to the halls of Amenti, now Amenti is also the net, so Neith, Amenti, Amen, Amen, Amen Ra, Amen, Amenti, uh, Ament, that is the net, that's another name for it. But anyway, so he says, before I return to the halls of Amenti, taught shall ye be the secrets of the secrets of secrets, how ye too may arise to the light. And you know, like Apollo is like the light bearer, the torch, you know, the sun. He represents the sun too. And so preserve, and then Thoth is wisdom. And then the net is the mother and father of all things. She is consciousness, the matrix of existence. So yes, back to Thoth, he said, preserve them and guard them, hide them in symbols so the profane will laugh and renounce. In every land, form ye the mysteries, make the way hard for the seeker to tread. Thus will the weak and wavering be rejected. Yeah, my father, my father and I are one, and he said that, and I agree. Now with this podcast, it's still going to be hard. Because this information, I don't halfway know it. So I'm just learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. My actual birth father has Thoth energy really heavy. Like if Thoth isn't in my bloodline, I just can't. I don't even know what to tell you because my dad, he is Thoth. My dad is Thoth. Um... Tahuti, Hermes, all that. I mean, my dad was teaching me about 
mental constructs when I was like seven. I was like, oh, mental. He's like, what? You know, look at that chair. Is that a chair? I was like, yes, it's a chair. He's like, no, it's not. What if it's a stool, a footstool? I'm like, what? He's like, it's only a chair because we assigned that meaning. And I'm like, what? I'm seven. And then he taught me to say, I think, he's like, when you go to third grade, I want you to tell your teacher, I think they're 4 a.m., which assures me that I speak the truth, except in order to think it is necessary to exist. Go and tell her that. I was like, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm in school. Um, I think I'm 4 a.m., which assures me that I speak the truth, except in order to think it's necessary to exist. What is Courtney talking about? And he told me to say, like, uh, I I don't live under a hedge of mental underbrush and mental constructs. Though he told me, he, he just taught me all these like weird things to say to sound smart. He just like put these like lines together. And and I I mean, I'm telling you, like he, he gave me all this stuff so that when I had to take the writing test at school, I scored like 99th percentile. I was just tell, saying what he told me to say. And it's crazy. Um, I remembered it. And so whenever I needed a topic, uh, for, you know, standardized testing, you know, essay, I just use exactly what he had taught me. And I remembered it. He taught me like the six P's. You can use that for anything. It's um, patience, perseverance. Okay, don't ask me the P's, but it's six P's to success. You can use that. You can literally use this stuff when you need it, like in a paper, if you're writing it. It's just, it's, and he was teaching that to me to, you know, you know, for I, so I can write papers. And I just remember being in school and I'd be like, Dad, I need help with this paper. And he would be like, okay, say this. And I would just be sitting there like typing it, like word for word. He, he, I, I would be like, this is the topic. And he would know from the top of his head, he's not in the class. He knew it already. And he, or he would skim the paper that I had. I'd have like a one page thing. Like, this is what it's about. He would just look at it for like 30 seconds and he'd be like, okay, say this. And I would just kind of, he would dictate it to me and I would just type it out and I would always get a hundred. A hundred! Who does that? And then whenever I wrote my paper by myself with just me, it would be like a 75. So he, my dad died, which is, I was in the middle of grad school and he died. Very devastating, right? Um, I was like, well, shoot, who's going to write my paper at this point? Nah, but I mean, I would, that wasn't what I was thinking on it when he was dying. It was like a whole long time before I was like, oh, no, I got a paper due. So I actually channeled my dad. I was like, dad, please come help me. Please come help me with my paper. I kid you not. Oh, yeah. And I, I waited to the day of. This is in grad school, working on my MBA. <laughs> um, I was the biggest procrastinator. We, I had a 10-page paper for gender and business. Not gender. I don't know what class it was. But anyway, I still have it. I did the, um, the paper on a specific CEO for a company and, and his uh, culture that, you know, you know did re really well for the company. So I had no idea. Luckily, I'd, you know, I'd organized everything, all the research. And I didn't write not one thing. And I know the class was at 4 o'clock. The, the paper was due at that time. I woke up at like 6 in the morning. It wasn't even 4 in the morning. That, it, it was like 6 or 7. And I kid you not, this is a research paper though. I went blank. And then the, the school is far away. I had to drive like 45 minutes to get there. You know what I mean? So, so I... Um, I was like, Dad, you know, please come help me. You know, you're, you're in the quantum field now and I have access to you at all times. 
for whatever reason, I went blank and I woke back up around page seven. And I don't recall writing all that, but I did. I wrote it. And I think I was channeling my dad because I don't remember. It's almost like the episode of um, Old School where Frank the Tank, when, you know, when um, it was Will Ferrell, he's playing Frank the Tank and they were trying to get their uh, fraternity back on the yard, you know, back certified or whatever, because they got, you know, suspended. And Frank the Tank went blank and during the debate. And he said the most, the smartest thing ever. And then <laughs> he came to, he was like, what happened? What happened? But anyway, yeah, that's how I feel. Like, that's how I feel happened to me. And so I read the paper. I'm like, this is really good. So I went ahead and finished it and I made a 97. And that's, you know, on my own. Like, with only a couple of hours. I guess, you know, my dad and my father and I are one, you know? And so, yeah, Thoth is the, or Tehuti, Greek Thoth, Egyptian Tehuti, also Hermes. And he's the god of the moon, of reckoning, of learning, and of writing. Uh, I'm telling you, my dad was Thoth. And my dad told me other things that just, and he told me we're Egyptian also. And I was like, what? We never had no DNA test. Well, sure enough, I got my DNA test and I'm Egyptian. So I don't even, don't play with me. That thing came back, it said Egyptian. My daddy's not slow, but we did not have DNA tests back in them days. But he already knew. I mean, we're in Georgia. How is he supposed to know we're from Egypt? But he knows this. And, you know, that's why we get kind of upset when people, oh, y'all think y'all is. Like this girl that's currently in Egypt, and I'm like, she was like, you're not Egyptian. You don't know. She was like, I was like, actually, I am Egyptian. And how you going to tell when people pass down stuff, like the Fulanis, I saw this um, interview with the Fulanis on YouTube and the, yeah, the narrator guy, he was like, this is the group of Fulanis in Nigeria and they think they're Egyptian. But you could look at their clothes. You could look at how they were talking. Their accent was weird. It sounded like Middle East, North Africa. They look like some North African Berbers people. If you've seen them, they don't look the real, like the indigenous people of Berbers look like me you know so I don't know but my dad yeah he's like yeah we're Egyptian when I was little and I was just like okay he was like the pictures in the book at school are fake (laughs) and they were you know go to the British Museum website and you'll see the real people on the walls they're on the walls they on the walls. That's what I don't understand. This girl was like, you're not Egyptian. I'm Egyptian. And I'm sorry, but she just didn't. She looked, you know, maybe like she could be from Anatolia, Turkey, maybe, you know, um, Europe, possibly. I don't know. But she was like, we're, I'm the real, we, my generation goes back bloodlines and I'm the real, we're the real peoples. And I was just like, well, how come the walls who are those people? Who are those black people on the walls? Then, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, where was you? Anyway, I didn't get into it. Egypt is multicultural, Kemet, and there were all races, all kinds of people there. So, we're probably all from Egypt. I mean, some of us could be. Anyone could be from Egypt, okay? Like, genetically, because it's been a long time, and we have, like, millions of ancestors since then that, you know, so I think it's, you know, we probably shouldn't have been like, I'm, you're not the people like, but I just was triggered. She was telling me, how you going to tell me? Like, 
what I am. And I should, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't have told her who she was. So I'm like, I didn't see you on the wall back in them days on the tomb. I didn't see your picture on the walls. And then also, like, there's Nubians. Like, everyone knows about the Nubians. So what is she talking about? Like, I, she just, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like people always want to be, like, making one group from one area, which maybe there are multiple different tribes. We don't know about the invasions that occurred. And clearly there were Persian invasions. There were just like all kinds of invasions. Uh, the sea people, because Ramses third, which he's E1B1A DNA, which is the exact same Y haplogroup as Nelson Mandela. And lots of other black people have been traced to be a relative of Ramses. So I don't understand why that girl's like don't know her history. She should just be like, you know what? Yeah. Like do do real history like Nelson Mandela. Okay? He's a Bantu. So like how you going to tell people where they from? Like that the documentary on the Fulani's bothered me. The man was like they think they're from here. Would you think these people are retarded? They fuck they know where they from like bro. It's like we, a lot of certain people have to like really like, it's like the brainwashing is huge out here. But my daddy told me and he told me about a lot of stuff. So those energy coming through, genetically speaking, bloodline, spiritual father is throat. So yes, if you want to uh, get to know your higher self, your spiritual deities, you know, again, if you care about this, probably you're a god. You're reincarnated, your higher self is a god, deity, or an angel. Um, if it is a demonic, lower, negative entity, probably you're not even on the vibration of even giving a crap about what I have to say. <laughs> so, and you're not seeking. And so that's part of what Thoth was saying about hiding it in the mysteries. A lot of these people, I want to know the mysteries. Like I have a desire to understand and to, you know, to you know, really understand the the occult meaning behind scripture, and actually, I uh, reading Medunetter and like understanding the uh, Egyptian pantheon and even like the Indian pantheon and uh, the Greek pantheon, which is Nubian. All of that, the the Berbers have a pantheon which is similar to Egypt, but it's slightly different because they got Libya and all that. The North African stuff. I resonate with all that. And um, I mean, my DNA test came back. I'm 11 ethnicities. So North Africa was on there. Morocco. Northwest Africa. So I'm a Northwest. Is Basically, the majority of my genetic is Northwest Africa. <clears throat> so, and if you know the history of Mali, they're Berber. Some of the... Uh, yeah, they're like Berber. So yeah, um, and a lot of the Fulani bloodline is coming back Indian as well from India. So the Hindu link to my DNA is most likely still that uh, that Northwest Africa and Northeast Africa. I mean, I was from all over the whole African continent. Okay, and <laughs> not that it, you know, not that it matters. 
Because it's whatever, it's about whatever you resonate with. And my mom is Greek, to be funny. I'm not, like, I didn't see Greek in mine, but my mom's, she's like 8% Greek. Even like some of the Persian stuff with the Mithraic and the Zoroastrianism, it's very interesting because I was watching um, Raised by Wolves and they were talking about soul. I'd already done research. So I, when I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, they're Zoroastrians. They're Mithraic. And they were talking about pray soul. And that thing is so funny to me. Because I, I felt the urge to be like, pray soul. Because I didn't know but the sun, right? But they're like, pray soul. Mm. Anytime something good happens, they be like, oh, pray soul. Praise him, child. So, <laughs> but yes, yeah, soul is like the Roman. So, like, I feel like um, there's a link between Paul turning into Saul or Saul turning into Paul. Because S-O-L and then he turned into Paul, which is Saul and Apollo. There's like a link of how that happened where it was Rome had, you know, Saul and then they changed it to like Apollo and then then they Romans became Christian and, you know, yeah. So, and it's all the sun. Jesus is the sun God, you know, the son of God and the sun God because there's like always the sun behind him and the light and all this come to the light. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. And Apollo said that, Apollo said, seek Christ. So play with it. So yeah, there's the Deity Linkage Manual by S. Ali, S. S. Ali Myers, Deity Linkage Manual. You can get a used book, hard copy or soft copy, whatever. Or you can get a, it's free on Kindle Unlimited, or you can just get the Kindle version. It's really interesting. You know, if you want to connect with your higher self or even just to connect with these energies, you know, get to know these, these, uh, these deities, you know, get to know your spiritual parents, read up on them, study them. Who are they? What are they about? And um, see if that, that energy resonates with you. Cause I know Kali has all the, she's got all the arms and she has cut off the heads of the man and she's standing on Shiva. Shiva's, um, shielding her because she was about to destroy the world because she was so busy trying to kill the deep, the, the devil, those heads of those men. Cause they, the devil's head kept regenerating. So she had to keep going and she was eventually about to destroy the world because she was so focused to kill the devil. And so that's when Shiva had to catch her. I like Shiva too, actually. But um, Callie is, yes. Um, she's definitely in me because I ain't no killer, but don't push me. And so with that, I appreciate you guys for listening. And if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, please do so so you can be updated when I post new episodes. And I got a lot of cool stuff coming. I'm super excited. And with that, as always, peace and love. Driving slow in the fast lane, chop a spoon, pop a coating. I make them holler at them blue things. I make them call all my name.